Hello everyone and welcome back to Pass the Salt. I am officially deciding right now that it is the first episode of season two of Pass the Salt because why not? Um, if we haven't met each other, it's great to meet you. My name is Chrisanna and I am on core staff. I've been using this joke and no one's laughing at it except for us three, but I'm one of three Chris's on core staff. If you want more information, go to snlym.com. Um, but I'm the director of creative engagement with Salt and Light Youth Ministry, and it is such an honor to be passing the salt with you. If you didn't listen to any of season one, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, stop what you're doing cancel all of your plans for today and go listen to the 20-something episodes of Past the Salt that are already um, waiting for you on Spotify. Basically, what we do with this podcast is talk in the third person, even though it's just me and my lovely guests that I have the honor of interviewing. And we just talk, there we go again, I get to have conversations with people that is hopefully enlightening, encouraging, um, instrumental, um, faith developing, all of the things. And generally, the podcast episodes are geared towards one of three categories. So either for teens, for leaders and um, youth leaders, worship leaders, pastors, or for parents, or some episodes are for two or all of the above of those categories. And so this episode is for pretty much anyone, but it is definitely geared towards students and especially students and leaders who went to Zateo. So um, if you aren't sick of hearing about Zateo, you haven't been spending enough time around Salt and Light online and in person because we just had Zateo a week ago and it was our first one back that felt real and normal since COVID began. So it was just such a joy to be in Lancaster this year and not in Altoona. Thank you, Jesus. And the theme was called Begin Again. So Zateo is our um, winter conference that we host for youth groups. And we love all of the youth groups that have been coming for many, many years or some that just started coming recently and some quite a few came for the first time ever this year to Zateo. Um, so that's our winter conference and then we do things all throughout the year, especially in the summer, but we have a big summer festival called Impact and so we're anxiously awaiting that at the end of July 2022. But every Zateo has a theme and there's a drama that takes place over the course of the weekend, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. And we have a speaker. This year's speaker was Emily Bingham. She's a pastor, a campus pastor at Messiah University. And um, we have worship and it's just, it's great. So this year's theme was, like I said, begin again. So what you're going to hear in this episode is the audio from the Instagram live talkback that we did on Thursday. So if you watched that live with us, first of all, thank you. And um, if you watched it maybe after the fact, then you technically already listened to today's podcast episode. I'm so proud of you. God bless you forever and ever. Um, but if you didn't, then you get to experience it here now. Or I know some people said like they could only watch part of it or, you know, there were technical issues on their end. 
<laughs> at least I hope so. I think it was smooth sailing on our end, fingers crossed. So now you can still listen to it. So um, if you hear me in the audio referencing like questions that people are sending in, that's what that is talking about because we were answering questions that you guys were sending us on Instagram. But I want to say, if you still, if this is your first time experiencing the talkback and you do have questions about Salt and Light or questions about Sateo, if you were there, um, you can still send them to us on our Instagram. I'll be sure to put things up on our stories on Monday, the 14th of February. Um, or you can always just DM us and we would love to answer those for you. If you didn't go to Zateo, this episode might be a little bit um, confusing. <laughs> Because we give like behind the scenes of our production. So we answer questions about the drama, about the characters, the script. Um, but I think it's broad enough that if you weren't there, this is still a really meaningful conversation because we dive into like the presence of God and in our lives, in our past, our present, and our future, which is what Begin Again was really all about. We saw the Trinity represented in three characters, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit go through the main character Anya's life from the time she was young till as we saw the very end till she was an old woman. And so we saw all the other characters as well. So just to introduce to our guests on this episode, we have yours truly, Chrisanna, um, hosting the question and answer time. We have Christy Miller. She is another one of the three Chrises on core staff. She's our director of creative arts. We have Brendan Warren, who played one of the characters in the drama. He played the older brother. We have Cassidy Ray Nuss. She played Anya. She was our main character. And then we had Juliana Chen, who played the Holy Spirit. So I hope that you um, have a fun time walking back through memory lane of Zateo as you listen to this, or you get a taste for what it's Zateo's like. Maybe it's like, oh, I listened to this and now I feel like I was at Zateo and I didn't have to pay the money for a ticket. <laughs> um, or you're just getting to know Salt and Light and this is a great way to get your feet wet. We have so many fun things coming up, you guys. Stay tuned with us on Facebook and on our website, snlym.com and on Instagram. I think the next big thing coming up besides some secret things we haven't announced yet would be Battle Ball in April. So stay tuned for that. And of course, we announced our summer camp dates, our mission trip dates, and our two creative arts camp dates, because we are doing two of those this year, which is super fun. Okay, I missed you guys. I'm sorry that I didn't, oh, I did want to give this apology. I was halfway through the Advent series back in season one, and I did not finish them, and I apologize. Life got ahead of me. Maybe you can relate to that, but thank you for your grace and your patience. We're back. We're ready. We're here. It's 2022. Let's get to it. Let's pass the salt. Music. <laughs> For past the salt. The music. Though. Yep. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna pull up the questions. I hope everyone has wonderful questions to ask because we have so many behind the scenes things to tell you about Zateo 2022. Christy can't wait to tell you. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Christy, the first question we want to know is a question that was sent in to us this afternoon by Megan Warren. Mm -hmm. 
Who's watching? We know Hi, her. Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Her other half is here. Aww. Right there. <laughs> um, what was the inspiration for Begin Again in a nutshell? If you oh had it, gosh. like, where did you get the idea? You're good at nutshells. Um, <laughs> how did you come up with it? Tell us everything. Honestly, it was a and combination of couple like books that I read <laughs> um, and a dance that we did back in the day in 2015 what I want to say was um, <laughs> so <laughs> what, what dance? the legacy dance oh. Yeah. oh I didn't even know that I know yeah so the legacy dance was a dance that actually Brendan was in <laughs> um, Brendan Haley and, and Cody and some others um, and it just kind of showed this character when she was younger and then in college and then when she got married and kind of went through some things and then at the end of her life and just the Lord being with her in all those moments. Um, so I always loved the idea. I wanted to do something expanding on that idea and like how could you show a lifetime of just being with the Lord. And then I saw this book that I actually wouldn't let myself read. It's now under my uh, nightstand because I actually can read it now. But I wouldn't let myself read it because I didn't want it to, like, influence me. Um, but I just read the concept for the book, and it was called, it's called Una Out of Order. Um, and it basically was, like, it's written about this woman who jumps in time, like, from year to year in her life. So, like, every chapter, I think, is another year of her life, but she's just going out of order. Um, and you get, like... I don't, I don't really know what else happens because I wouldn't let myself read it. So, um, but I really like that concept and I was like, that's different, like a different way of telling a story instead of just chronologically going through it. And that would like be something that you could do then to show a lifetime without having to show every single moment of the mm -hmm. lifetime um, chronologically. So I kind of got there and then was thinking through, okay, how does it work though? <laughs> um, and then I started with doors, but then I knew that Ryan would hate me if we had to have a <laughs> doors on stage. So I, I switched it to chairs. Um, and then it kind of like filled in from there just once you start inventing the characters and all the ideas and um, just getting inspiration as you go. So that was the, the general wow. idea. Yeah. Well, we all were grateful that you had the idea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, before we get too much further, as we're doing this, if you guys think of any questions you want to ask our viewers, mm. then <laughs> let me know yeah, and I will send it into the chat and we'll see if we can get some answers from them. Yeah. Cool. Maybe about moments they liked and such. Yeah. yeah. Um, does anyone want to share like what was their favorite moment to be a part of in Zateo? Mm. So I know Christy wasn't acting in it, but maybe yeah, from right. one of our actors this year and speak close into the mic because this is for Pass the Salt as well. Shameless plug. I'm speaking close. Thank you. <laughs> Christy passed me the mic, so now I'm speaking. <laughs> um, there was a lot of uh, moments that I loved, but I think what I kept coming back to as far as like bigger moments was... Um, the learning to fly dance um it was definitely my favorite dance in the piece and also just one of my favorite moments um because i think it did a really good job of kind of it, like christy was saying walking through like a timeline but also helping um the older characters kind of remember their younger dreams which i feel like i'm now getting to a point in my life where i'm like fully in adult life like just uh, enough out of college as much as I was in college and starting to like transition jobs and like figure out 
what my life looks like as far as just like being a full-fledged adult and um i felt have felt those moments of like slipping into complacency or like just feeling like i'm going through the motions um, which has influenced a lot of like negative seasons in in my life recently and so being a part of that dance and being on the end of where you know our younger characters were teaching us how to basically like dream again and and live like a full life the, the life that you know god wants for us um was was really special um the dance was awesome but also just for me as like a person um to relearn that a little bit through that dance was a lot of fun and really cool so was that the one with the ribbons yes yes yeah. now brendan was it your favorite dance even when i punched you <laughs> on the stage yeah cassie Doing the dance. backhand punched me <laughs> accidentally but these things happen and <laughs> it was still my favorite good good i'm glad was that during the performance it yes. was yeah. <laughs> i didn't notice so you yeah. played it off well so things people don't know about salt and light we do backhand punch <laughs> that's on right um, so you punched Brendan, and you also <laughs> for tonight. You punched Brendan, and also your mic pack had a fun little dance oh, on it. He did. Oh, wow. He was swinging. He was having he was so much fun. Oh, he was having so much fun. He yeah, we that know, was entertaining. Oh, people want to know if the mic ended up being broken. No, it survived. It survived. It survived. I really thought it was dead. Yeah. Chris came up to me after it and was like. He was like, great job, but the amount of money I just lost. And I was like, okay. I, I, I was watching it, and I know how much Ryan complained about spending money on his mics, and I was like cringing for Ryan on the stage. While Jeremy tried to save it. He did. This wasn't enough like, I think 84 times, you can see in the video, he like tried to hand it to me, and I just wasn't paying attention enough to get it from him. <laughs> it's just like crashing. <laughs> Telling it, we were pulling the rodeo mic. Yeah. It does, yeah. It did, in fact, survive. Um, do one of you ladies have an answer to that question? If you don't have something off the top of your head, I have another question that's similar. Okay. But I'd like to hear your answers. Okay. Me? And tell us who you played, because oh. we might forget. I yeah, sorry, I was older Dev. Older Dev. Yeah. Oldest Dev as well. Yep, yeah. yeah, young adult and adult Dev. Because the other, the dev. older, and dead Dev. Rest in peace. People were really wondering what was going to happen to Dev. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was Anya. Oh, I guess was I the youngest? Yes. I was youngest Anya. There were five of us. <laughs> um, and I think for me it was like the like the like the end of section four. It was like constellations and like a couple scenes before it. And I think it was cool just being a part of like that like actually in the moment because it really like it I don't know for some reason like only during the actual Zateo did it all kind of like come together for me mm -hmm. and like and I was able to kind of like channel like things in hello me again so sorry to interrupt right in the middle of Cassidy's beautiful answer um when we were doing this live a little part of her audio got cut out right here and now it's going to continue like one sentence later you're not missing anything major but you're going to hear a little jump ahead and i didn't want anyone to feel scared <laughs> or to be rewinding saying what's wrong with my phone or something so i hope you're having a great time listening you're halfway through you're doing great here we go let's pass the salt let's finish hearing cassidy's answer he was there like it's easy to look back and think like oh he wasn't there but he is now mm -hmm. 
Um, so I think it's it's just a good like song too for me to like realize that stuff. So I like also like I wanna give a shout out to your performance on Saturday mm-hmm. night of Zateo. Mm-hmm. It the so I'm talking about specifically the section where it's like the year twenty twenty and there's COVID. Like your character had to go through a lot of emotions and your acting was so honest and relatable and Guys, she got nominated for a Tony Award. <laughs> 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 Viper Santa off of the side stage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to nominate. <laughs> no, but really, I mean, everyone was, but that that just really stood out. Mm, thank you. So if you want to share anything, you can. Oh, sure. Um, I think a favorite moment to watch was definitely No One Ever Cared For Me Like Jesus. Um, that dance is just very tender and genuine in seeing all the stages of Anya and her surrender to the Lord Um, and like the choreography in it is it's just amazing to me how movement can communicate so much Um, and so even the the way that her interactions with Jesus are different depending on like her age in life Um, I just thought it was so special how Jesus supports us in different capacities depending on where we are and what we're walking through. Um, But the joy that like all of the Anyas expressed in being able to literally like look at Jesus in his eyes um, was so beautiful and so genuine. Um, I just found myself like side stage being like, man, like I want when I come to see Jesus face to face to be able to think like, I can see all these times in my life where I just was like, you're enough and like you're standing right in front of me. And I hope that that dance was able to communicate that for a lot of people that no matter where they were in their story or where they've been that like that's all that matters and that's all they want so yeah and um Cody said something in the parking lot too <laughs> so my mom played oldest yeah yeah Mary Ellen um but he was like it, it was neat for Salt and Light to be able to show students um what your whole life can look like yeah. like your whole life like we're so focused often mm-hmm. in salt and light things on right now being a teenager and how hard it is but it was cool to show students this is what your future can be and shameless plug if you buy the resources lesson three talks all about the future so you guys could do that probably the first weekend of march great okay um ooh, guys there's some good questions but before we get into these um, Reagan, <laughs> did she choreograph Learning to Fly? Her and, her and Chloe. Her and Chloe, Jordan. yeah. Oh, so Reagan just sent in a text that she was really honored that you loved Aww. Learning to Fly. Reagan. Yes, we love you, Reagan. Yeah. Is that something I missed when I left early? Is that like some joke that I missed? No. no? I think just, you're just friends now? Just, okay, good. Just friends. It's I like just, it. That's how it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, that feels right. Um, okay. <laughs> so... And all of you don't have to answer. There's some good questions. Oh, before we get into the emotional ones, let's ask a not emotional one. Someone wants to know what's the story behind Charlie? Like, where did you... Someone said, where did she come from? The idea of having a child. A little baby Charlie? A little baby Charlie in Zateo. The idea of just having a child? Probably. <laughs> okay. Well, I just figured that's a, a place in life. I mean, we have the three siblings, and I thought it would make sense that at least one of them you would see having a child I also thought it would show a different side of Anya like her 
getting to have the opportunity to like love a child and pour into a child and um, and that's not something we've done before um, yeah. but I, I think I've heard from a lot of I'm not a parent but heard from a lot of parents just how having a child teaches you so much about the Lord's love because you mm -hmm. like feel that you know kind of unconditional love for someone that you've never really known before um, mm -hmm. so I wanted to include that and Susanna did an amazing job so <laughs> we're yes, so lucky to have her and glad she jumped in um, to do it so that was just an idea to have yeah, have Anya kind of experience that part of life as well. Okay, one more non-emotional question. <laughs> um, what was the inspiration for the Trinity's amazing outfits? Because they looked so cool. They, they looked look so good. like way cooler so than good. the Trinity really looks, probably. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't say that. Interesting. <laughs> An interesting perspective. Um, <laughs> the opinions of individuals do not reflect Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Joking, <laughs> Yeah, so I actually worked uh, the amazing Lizzie Villano, um, yes. who I, I wrote to her and asked her if she wanted to help with costumes. She said she would love to. She's really good at like just sketching and coming up with things. But she asked me, well, what are you thinking? And I was like, I don't know. So I obviously went to Pinterest because that's where I go for costume inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, and I really wanted something that looked kind of regal while also looking like what somebody might actually wear at the same time. And I wanted them all to kind of have their own like flair, kind of like match the character. Mm. Um, and so kind of came up with the, we, we saw something, I think it was actually something like what Juliana ended up wearing. That was like a, jump, a black jumpsuit with gold on it. And I sent that to her and I said, I love this. And like, I love that it's black and gold. And, um, and, and we were like, okay, well then what else should the other, you know, like what the guys wear? And we kind of came up with the jacket and, um, and then kind of like the longer thing, tunic type thing that Peter was wearing. And she ended up then putting the Celtic symbol for the Trinity on all three of them, which is cool. So, so cool. And then um, on, I think yours had like fire on the pant legs type of thing, kind of like a fiery thing. And yeah, then like wait, like like feather type feather wing. yeah, yeah feather yeah. wings. And then the um, <laughs> the back of Jeremy's coat had a cross, yeah. and then the back of Peter's has a crown on it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so she on. she came up with those designs, and, and totally, like, I mean, we bought the, the stuff, but then she did all the design work on those, and they look amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I love when in youth ministry we can make, like, God cool, <laughs> like, relatable, <laughs> because, like, God is cool, and so it was neat that we could do that. Um, someone just shared with us um, that they take care of their 87-year-old father with dementia um, and that she was very moved. Mm -hmm. And uh, a thank you for reminding us that no matter what age we are, Jesus is patient mm -hmm. with us. So I wanted to so say Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really sweet. Okay, so let's get into some of the questions that people have been sending <laughs> us. So how did a, being a part of this Zateo change you guys as cast members or creators Whoa. Okay. Um, and if you can't think of one specific thing i think it'd be interesting to hear maybe how this uh year's script changed the way you think about god or maybe mm -hmm. elohim and like the presence of god past present future but maybe it's a different thing but how did zateo change you personally that's from davis holiday of Hi, Davis and Kyra. They were going to watch and send in lots of questions. Yeah, that was a very Davis question. <laughs> and you all don't have to answer unless you want to. <laughs> no change. Okay. I can go. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be so hard to cover, like, everything, but I think something really special about this detail, I've been in, like, in a billion now, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but this one, like, um, I think challenged me in a lot of, like, really practical ways as far as, like, the topics that it covered, um, and, like, I think a lot of things that a lot of people don't think about in depth, like, mm-hmm. not just in the church, but just in mm-hmm. life, like... Mm-hmm. Obviously, we talked a lot about, like, the racism aspects of things and also covered a lot of different aspects of mental health Mm -hmm. and mental disability as well, which up until, like, college, I feel like, for me at least, was something that I didn't, I was, like, fortunate enough to not have to think about Mm -hmm. um, and was something that this Sateo in particular was something that we really dove into, that Christy dove into a lot, like, head on, and... It's something that I've been, you know, challenging myself with over the past couple of years, but something that it, it was different to see in, in the, the art and like the light of creative arts mm-hmm. um, and the way that it came out that way and just challenged me to think about the people that are affected by that. And also like with my character in particular, like, and it was reflected at, at the event, but just like um, Dev's issues with anger and uh, anxiety, like coming from that and just what people don't see on the surface Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking about like the amount of times that I have engaged with someone in 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 an incorrect way because all I saw what was what was on the surface and like oh they're angry and instead of like what traumatic event or some sort of Mm -hmm. yeah mental health issue was like affecting them at a deeper level Mm -hmm. um and it's something that I think hopefully you know going forward and something that I'll continue to work on is just being able to see all of somebody as much as possible, um, you know, and just realize that there's so much more that we don't see below the surface that only the people that are close to them or the Lord can see, um, and just loving people a little better in that way, you know, so. Oh, okay. Um, I think for this Atea in particular, it was really neat for me because in comparison to the other detail that I was in, uh, the character that I played was not um, the <laughs> best. <laughs> it was the best for the story, but not <laughs> like people. People hated Fox for good reason. Um, so I like even just the practice of memorizing lines for Ellie as the Holy Spirit. Like I think when we read scripture, we're often like, okay, like we're meditating on these words and um, like hearing them in our heads but it's almost sometimes more practical to mm. memorize something that doesn't feel like scripture if we're like going about our daily lives and so um even having the excuse and this is just a testament to Christie's writing of having so much truth embedded um in the script and the conversations that the holy spirit and all of the trinity has with anya at different stages in her life um i found were like ringing in my head as i was like going throughout my daily life um, even more so than sometimes like a scripture verse that I was trying to memorize just because it was so poignant to even things that I was walking through in my own life. So like having, feeling like the Holy Spirit was whispering to me things that I was trying to memorize, um, was really cool of even small things like take joy from what you do see instead of mourning what you don't. Um, I was like, okay, like, okay, God, I see you working through Christy Miller and <laughs> also like in the everyday, which is really cool. For me, um, so I just, like, I related a lot to my character, this Ateo, 
Um, and I think especially in the aspect of, like, her need to fix things, Anya's need to, like, control things. Um, and this, like, awkward phase of my life, it's <laughs> just, like, a lot of decisions and a lot of, like, thinking about the future, even though, I, like, I guess I won't have to. College is still two years away, but, like, <laughs> I'm thinking about it anyway. Um, and there's just, like, so many different things that I can, like, try to control right now. Um, something that really hit me that, like, um, Emily said on, like, the first day was just, like, that the Holy Spirit is the one to initiate the new beginnings. Um, so, like, no matter the amount that I'm going to try to change things and fix things in my life to start something new or to, like, make it better, um, he's ultimately the, ultimately the one that's going to bring about the new, like, things in my life and the change and the correct paths. Um, and then I guess it's also kind of like that aspect of um, trust when I let go of that control that, um, like, the path he's putting me on, he has already kind of, like, prepared a way. Like, I think of, she, um, she was talking in, like, Genesis 1, how, like, all of the stuff, like, we came last, and everything then was, like, prepared before we got there. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, in that aspect of letting go of control and letting go of trying to, like, fix things, it's kind of, like, knowing that he already has done that for me. Mm -hmm. So. Very cool. So, yeah, you guys were changed after all. After all. After all. After all. <laughs> um, someone was asking, how long does the whole production process usually take on average? Does, does that include, what are we including in that? Start, let's, it all. let's start from, well, you could tell us a little bit how, maybe how long it takes you to write, but maybe <laughs> from the day that, like, we have our first read-through. Okay, so this year we had our first read through November 9th, I want to say. And then, yes, the tape started on February 4th. So it was about three months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about three months, which actually is a little more than we usually have had. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah, usually we start after Thanksgiving <laughs> and then have it to be ready by the end of January. So it's usually about two and a half, and we had like an extra two or three weeks this year. So. That was great. It helped us a lot. Um, I usually start like really writing in mid-September. So usually about two months of really writing. Um, usually by that point I have a good amount of ideas and like things to work with, but I haven't started um, really writing yet. So the whole process kind of goes from like mid-September to Zateo itself. Good times. Have, so have you started writing Zateo? <laughs> <laughs> Give the woman a break. It's funny because literally after she closed in prayer on, oh on my gosh. Sunday. <laughs> no, after she closed in prayer on Sunday, yeah, Chrisanna's mic was still on and she just looked at me and said, start writing. <laughs> and everyone heard her say that. But um, I did jot a little ditty on my phone the other day um, of a couple lines and ideas for something that I think will happen in Zateo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so technically, I have written something. I have written something. I'm not gonna She's say gonna anything. Begin again. <laughs> we also were joking that next year's is gonna be try again. We weren't, we weren't sure if anybody was gonna come to the tail, like with COVID and weather and all this stuff. We we're like, all right, we'll try again next year, 2023. But we're glad that begin again worked out. Um, before I ask the next question to anyone who's listening. Anyone within the sound of my voice, comment if I shouldn't say this. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm not gonna. Say it. Uh, well, now you have to say it. 
no, it's nothing bad. But then I got nervous that it would put salt and light in a hole, and then they'd have to do something they can't do. Okay. Okay, here's what I was going to ask. Do you want next year to be a musical? No, no, no. No, no, no. 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 If you want next year to be Godspell musical? <laughs> no, if, if there was ever a way to see bits of Begin Again, would you want to see them again? Like if like a live oh. thing? Like I don't know, a live thing or like we recorded some of our dress rehearsal. I don't think this is totally out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, sure. So if you wanted to see clips either live or recorded of Begin Again again in your future, comment yes. <laughs> One no, pro no promises though. But no promises because I'm <laughs> like we're live and I'm getting like <laughs> excited so I'm just saying things and so yeah. I wish they could see your face as well, Christina. <laughs> could we really like No, I I'm not prepared for the camera. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of yeses. Good. Very good. Okay. Good. So if we do it, you have to buy a ticket. Thanks. Hey, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. money. Um, oh, Sarah Eric said no. <gasps> no. Oh. Fair. It's fair. She's probably sick of it. Yeah. She was young adult Anya, and that's a hard age. She did, <laughs> she did have to play Susie in that one scene in the... In the that's true. Oh, yeah. She's that, probably yes. still... That's Ooh, real. yes. Is this the first year where we had understudies? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't... Did, did yes. I have an understudy? Yeah, Michael yeah. was here. <gasps> Aww. Yeah. That would <laughs> be hard. That would be hard. Jeez, but that would have been tough. But she would have, I mean, I would have sent her on with a script. It wouldn't have been like it. Um, that's yeah. cool. Um, people wanted to know what we did over quarantine, but we never had any issues, really. People were very careful. There over was quarantine? Some, yeah, like oh. with rehearsing and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, we had, I mean, we had to have protocols. So there were times where people were exposed or got sick. Um, and couldn't come to rehearsal for a while or until they tested negative or things like that. So we had a few things here and there where people couldn't come, but um, happily, like, we had, we'd had enough practices ahead of time that the people who couldn't come on certain days, like, they had had enough practice that they could catch up pretty easily. Um, and we just, we wore our KN95 masks at every practice. Everybody was careful. Um, and... You know, praise God. <laughs> I really do think it's a miracle that we had everyone there <laughs> at Zateo yeah, yeah. that yeah. was playing the role they were supposed to play. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was pretty yeah. nervous that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, how did you decide... I guess this is more for Christy again, sorry. sorry. <laughs> How did you decide <laughs> when to use the God character versus mm. Holy Spirit versus question. Jesus Ooh. character or use all three together? I, I had that question in my brain yeah. as well. So. Oh, did you send it in? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, honestly, it, I, I actually started out, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I actually started out with it just being one, like just mm. having one God character that was just BL and there wasn't the Trinity. Um, and so I just had L in all the scenes and then I just kind of broke it up <laughs> um, when I wanted to do the Trinity, which actually I think is an interesting thing to do because it's like, I, I think they all have like Juliana and Peter and Jeremy, like we all had like character, you know, development time where we talked about how they were going to play their character. Um, and I think they all brought something different. Um, but the character of L itself is very, like is very consistent um, in, in how Elle speaks and relates to Anya. I think there are moments where, you know, Elle is more convicting or is challenging her. Um, 
and I really wanted to make sure that Juliana had those moments just as much as Peter or yeah. Jeremy and that Juliana's not just the peaceful, sweet one and then Jeremy's <laughs> the one yelling at people or, or <laughs> you know, Peter is always the fatherly. You know, like, so trying to give them all characteristics of, of being compassionate and empathetic and loving and also challenging and um, convicting and um, pushing her. So... Um, yeah, it really was almost a matter of writing one character and then trying to kind of figure out where they fit. Um, I think there was also a tiny practical side of it, too, because Jeremy was in Italy until <laughs> January. We only had him in Jer uh, January on the weekend. So I did give Juliana and Peter a few more scenes than him because I could work with them a little more. Um, so just in a practical sense, um, there were a couple times where I made those changes to the script just so we would have enough time to practice. Mm-mm. Mm um, Welcome to the levels, everyone. <laughs> so many. Um, there was a question. Well, I'll save that. I wanted to know if you guys had to choose, like, if you had to pick what one takeaway from Begin Again could be for the mm -hmm. students, what would your hope be that they would take away? One elevator speech <laughs> of a takeaway. Um, I think mine would be just that the Lord cares for you. Um, I think it's summarized in the line I wrote. I think Jeremy says it near the end, but it's, he's just kind of listing all those things and just like, I, I care about your homework and your family and grief and joy and um, like the little things and the big things. And I think that's something I need to remember because I think sometimes it's easier for me to give these huge things to God, but then the little things I'm like, well, I don't need to go with God with that. You know, like why, why would I bother him with that? And, um, and I think the Lord does care about, you know, those things, even there'll be times where I've lost my keys and I'm like, Lord, help me find oh, my keys, you oh, know, like, and I find them. And, so many and times. so like the Lord cares about those things. And, and so, and just like the everyday moments and not just like the mountains and the valleys. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that would be my hope is that, um, people would be able to take away that the Lord is with you and cares for you. Yeah, sure. Um, I think a big takeaway that I saw just in the way that Chrissy and Chrisanna, both with their blocking as well as just the, the nature of the story, um, how important it was for Anya to invite God into those moments and also how easy it was in a lot of ways. And I think that we complicate um, how we can make God a part of our group project or make God a part of our conversation in the family dinner table. But how simple it is to simply just like ask. I mean, even like Emily was saying, like, come Holy Spirit, just like when we ask the Lord to be there, he already is. And so he's just like grateful for that, like invitation to like receive that, I think. And yeah, so I guess, I think just like the biggest takeaway is invite him into your life and he'll, he'll be there. I think I can piggyback off that just, I was thinking, kind of thinking like, at least for me, a big takeaway was like, um, kind of like trusting him in the new beginnings, but just like being open to what he has for you. Cause I think it's like, it's very easy to recognize that like something like should change and that like um, there should be a new beginning, but a lot of times it's hard to kind of um, like step into that, I guess. And I know like for me, like a lot of my blocking 
um, like in the elevator and in scenes where like I was um, like more like scared or anxious or angry, a lot of it was like closed and like the like the pinky thing we had just like kind of like closed off. And then every time I was with like um, I know like my the one scene we were like four twelve or ever it was like just like this place of peace and like she said like strength and it was just like so like open in that like that that moment and I think so just like being open to hear the Lord when he's calling you to new beginnings is something that I take away. And can you tell us what blocking is? If someone doesn't oh. Know. <laughs> blocking. Uh, no, I cannot. <laughs> blocking is how the actors move around the stage. So you have the dialogue, which is what they're saying, and then usually the director or directors, like me and Chrisanna, will <laughs> will tell the actors, you know, you're gonna cross here, you're gonna stop here, you're gonna do this motion here, breathe here. Um, and so it's kind of the movement around the stage and what their bodies are doing on stage. That's that's what blocking is. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we just got a bunch more good questions. I mean, it's seven thirty-eight. You still got some time, any guys? Oh yeah, yes. I thought we were going for at least an hour. Oh well then. Oh, oh. buckle up. Oh. Oh, okay. Lord. Everyone get comfy. <laughs> any other takeaway answers anyone wants to give? It's okay if not. It's too gay. Beautiful moments. <laughs> Um, okay, let me actually... Oh, uh, was beginning in the last of Susie Winters? Mm. Who's to say? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sarah Eric. Uh, Sarah Eric. Um, yes, if you don't know, Susie Winters has been kind of this invisible character for a long time, um, where, like, characters will just, like, bring her up in speech and be like, oh yeah, Susie Winters, blah, 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 she did this, or I like, I have this feud with Susie Winters. Always been the worst. Too. Always <laughs> been the worst um, throughout the years, but she's never been an onstage character, so there are a few people who could not believe, I was getting many text messages, <laughs> that Susie Winters was incarnate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so who knows, she might just show back up in, you know, the same way that she first appeared, just in some dialogue here and there. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> she was redeemed. She was. To, to Charlie's disappointment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's um, okay. Oof. E? Ooh, gosh. This youth group's really, really sending us some good questions. <laughs> Someone's really thinking. Um, so this one was asked a couple times, and... I don't remember the block, like, I don't remember if this was an intentional blocking moment or if this was just a snafu on stage. <laughs> 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 the gaff tape, are you talking about the gaff tape? Oh, but we love the gaff tape. In the, it might have been intentional and you could tell us why. In the 2020 couch scene, Anya calls for Jesus and then he walks away from her. Why? Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think that was more just a bad timing thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure I actually told Jeremy, please don't leave until the lights go down. Um, so <laughs> I was like, or else it looks like you're walking away from her. Um, I think we had that discussion. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a five-hour place. There's yes. a lot to remember. So there's a lot to remember, and we were having some trouble with that scene. But, yeah, the idea was that he was supposed to be sitting there with her and that she didn't see him, and then time passes again. But, like, because of lighting on the stage and, like, we had to keep Cassidy lit 
and so even though the lights kind of go down, it probably looked like he was walking away when really it's supposed to be the lights are supposed to go down and then he's just not there, like she can't see him again. Um, so it, it wasn't intentional that he would be walking away from her. That's not what we were trying to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I apologize for that happening, if anybody took that the wrong way. <laughs> so yes, to be clear, Jesus does not walk away from you, but Jeremy <laughs> might. <laughs> Uh, we love you, Salt and Light memes. They've been sending us a lot. We love Salt and Light. We do we love, love Salt and Light memes. <laughs> Truly excellent work. Yeah. yeah. Um, ooh, ooh, someone said the end. Um, what? Okay. I'm reading all the questions and picking which ones to ask you guys. <laughs> someone wanted to know, why did Hayes say to Anya, I didn't think you wanted to be friends anymore? Which was probably just a, a time yeah. jump. I don't know. Right, yeah, yeah, so that happens in the young adult timeline, and that's really the only time we see Hayes with Anya in that timeline. Um, so it was just kind of trying to show kind of where Anya's life was at in a short span of time. Mm -hmm. um, and so you kind of see her at this, at the learning to fly moment, and then she's like, I'm going to start writing plays, and da-da-da-da. And then we don't really see a ton more of what happens to her until that scene with Hayes, and you kind of see that, She's going after her dream, but she's also kind of losing touch with a lot of people in her mm -hmm. life and kind of going, pouring into her work, which is definitely something I have done, <laughs> especially in that time in my life, um, just working way too hard and letting some other things fall away that are important. So um, I know that was really quick and probably hard to follow, but um, the idea was that, you know, Anya was working so hard that she was kind of leaving her friends behind and mm -hmm. hadn't really reached out or contacted Hayes in a while. And I think... We've probably all had that experience with someone in our life where like there's things come up and you lose touch for a while and then you're like, okay, are we still friends or is this just a seasonal thing or is it something with me? And so I think that's what was happening with Hayes there. Mm. There, makes sense. Um, <clears throat> someone said that their favorite part was the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Excellent. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. So we've arrived. <laughs> and, um, and over. And we're good. Just, yeah. And that was this potato talk back Oh, the person who asked that question said that that made sense. Okay. Here's the thing, like, begin again after you realize that the whole thing is a m memory. Yeah. I guess I can say that. That is the, like, I wish I could see this twice. Right. Yeah. 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 Right? If you had rewatched the whole thing, it makes yeah. a lot more sense. You're like, oh, that's why she's all... Especially the moment where young youngest Anya is like on the couch and then all of a sudden she's like was I just talking to someone like, it, like, it <laughs> like woman. yeah that shakes me every time because I'm like I'm like it just doesn't like there was like that was actually a moment we added yeah I remember I added those lines and I did the same with Sarah in that scene with Hayes where she like turns to the side and is like what year is it mm -hmm. you know like and so she starts having these moments and you start seeing like the flickering lights mm -hmm. and the weird sounds and you, she kind of becomes more aware that she's forgetting things. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a lot that you kind of start to put together once if you could see it again and like <laughs> see all that stuff. That's why guys, if we do begin again oh in March. <laughs> I'm, talking about it. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's getting too excited. <laughs> I'm getting too excited. This is a bad. No, Sarah said no, so I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Sarah said that now. <laughs> Who was her understudy? I don't know. Probably you. <laughs> probably me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, <even> you. <laughs> probably. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 
Did you end the stream? <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys, my phone went on low battery. Oh, we're going to be oh. fine. Um, when you're writing, do you know what dances you're going to use before you start writing? Or does that come after you start writing? A bit of both. <laughs> um, I think usually I have some songs that I'm like, oh, this is definitely going to be something and I don't know what. To and begin again. <laughs> 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 sometimes um, people will I'll ask like our, our cast or our, our team to send me songs that they think, like I know Juliana showed me Overwhelmed over the summer, so I just had that on a list. And then I was like, oh, I really like that song. How can I like almost build a character around? Like I mm. kind of sort of built Dev around that song. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes it's, it's you find the songs and you're like, I'm gonna find a place to put this. And sometimes it's like, ooh, I'd really like there to be a dance here, like what will work? A lot of times it's easier if it's the first way. It's a lot easier to have the stuff. Even if you don't have the full concept, just having an idea of like, I want to use the song maybe for this character um, really helps the writing process. I think it's really hard to find a perfect song to fit in for an idea. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I had a good amount of the songs kind of on a list over the summer. And that was just kind of narrowing them down and seeing what fit best with what I started writing. Maybe uh, Brendan could, I mean, you didn't write Zateo, but maybe you <laughs> could give it, because I don't know if there is an answer, maybe there is an answer to this one. Someone wanted to know what happened to Dev when an Anya's memory of friends said, you know, we're so sorry yeah. about what happened to your brother mm -hmm. last month. So remember, she's really in her old age yep. when someone's saying that to her. What happened to him? Did he just die? You want me to answer? You want him to answer? Either one. I don't know if he knows the um, answer. He died. <laughs> <laughs> That's the short answer. Um, I don't really have a long answer. It's funny, though, because when I was backstage the one day, Brendan Labra, he was like, how do you think, so how do you think he died? And I was like, I actually have no idea. He was like, road rage, maybe? <laughs> I was like, ah. I think we worked on that, so I think we're good to go there. But I don't know if you had like an idea for yeah, I mean, any of that, but so my my idea, which is one of those things that I don't think you would catch until you went back, but like the idea was like even early on in that in that first scene, is her mind is filling in her present even in this past memory. So she's you know adult Anya, um, but then. You know, the stage crew member comes up to her, which also was Micah, so was another version of her. Um, <laughs> you really go into that, it's very meta. Um, True. But basically herself, telling herself, hey, uh, your brother, you know, yeah. something happened to your brother, and, like, we're, I'm really sorry about it. And then you see her later, and her daughter's explaining how to have passed away. And so it's this moment of her present kind of colliding in with that memory and, like, mm -hmm. trying to, like, help her work through that. So because she's older and, like, Deb was older than her, my thought was that, yeah, he just, like, died of old age or, like, complications or something. Somebody else said something about his arteries the other day, which I thought was a funny, oh. uh, <laughs> funny connection. That is, that is um, that's that's <laughs> like, why Danny would survive, because she's not going to so, yeah, he's like, insisting on eating it. But, my arteries are so loyal Yeah, they're so loyal. Well, they, they weren't in the last, the last moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so my thought was it wasn't like a tragic like accident or, or something like that so much as just like he was older and, yeah. you know, had probably some health concerns and mm. passed away. Um, so, uh, Megan asked Chris Anna, but I could let Christy answer. No, you can answer. Well, I'm... 
You don't have to be on screen. <laughs> um, how did you come up with the magical transitions? Oh, yeah. But that, it was started in your head. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, we just had, Chrisanne and I had this idea that we were, like, we, we would like the transitions to actually, now, I mean, not all of them, but, yeah. like, have some of them have blocking or have it actually look like, you know, characters are moving the chairs and like it's her because it's her memory so it's this idea that like everything's moving around and shifting and um and so Chrisanna did I mean so many of those um I think there were 52 yeah there were a lot <laughs> oh, 52 weeks in the year That's interesting right. wow. Whoa. um Ow. yeah so yeah I think some of them ended up being a little more just like getting the stuff on yeah. stage but I really like, especially once it like started getting weird in yeah. season three, oh, like where yeah. you Those were fun. look at each other and like circle yeah. each other, or um, you know some of the yeah the weird where like people were like hitting Sarah and like um, where you're like searching for which chair you want. And my favorite was when I was supposed to be like like people are supposed to be like walking and like hitting me, and then like then went came for a little bit, and I was just like yeah. <laughs> just sitting there. I was like. Just waiting for something like to happen. <laughs> like, since we knew something the audience didn't know, and that's that it's all, like, memory and it's dementia, like, we could have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that, like, like, dramatic irony or something? Yeah, Dr- yeah. Well, that, no, dramatic irony is when the audience oh. knows something that oh. the character doesn't know. The so opposite of dramatic. It's an opposite. <laughs> I forget what it's called. If anyone I'm wants to have a riveting converse, <laughs> conversation with me about why scene changes should be blocked, um, you can send me a message at Chrisanna Rocks, and I could send you some papers that some I've written papers. about it. Because <laughs> I do have them. You dig up the archives. Yeah. Because <laughs> they should. Like, scene change, it's just such an opportunity. Okay. Moving on. Did you have, <laughs> did you have a favorite character to write? Or watch. They said, who was Christy's favorite to write mm. and watch? Yeah, Christy. Yeah, yeah Christy. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I always love writing a character like Dr. Graves. Oh, um, yeah. Just yeah, because, just yeah, just because, like, usually, I mean, usually when I'm writing something, a lot of stuff is very dramatic or ha- you know, people, people going through hard things. And so, like, it's fun to write a character that is just outlandishly, like, dramatically funny you know mm-hmm. like like no one like this hopefully exists but like I you know I'm alone for two and a half months writing this stuff and so it's fun <laughs> when I have a day where I can sit there and like chuckle to myself at things that I'm writing yeah. um so that's totally fun I think Danny was also mm-hmm. cool to write because I haven't written a character like her in a, mm-hmm. at least in a while mm-hmm. um and I, I just really thought that she was kind of compelling just because she doesn't ever really say what she's thinking or how mm-hmm. she's feeling um, until that kind of one scene with Juliana. And so that was that's kind of cool because I tend to write characters that, you know, have a long monologue, like where Brendan's like, here's all the things I'm thinking. So you know, like, Brendan, every, yeah, every Brendan always gets a long monologue somewhere <laughs> in there. Um, or even like Anya, just very like hard on her sleeve, like always saying kind of what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, and then to have a character like Danny that is just kind of so opposite of that um, was was a fun compliment to write. Wow. Any f- that were your favorite to watch? That was the other part of the question. Uh, or anyone else could answer a favorite character that you yeah. liked watching mm-hmm. their story unfold or their moments. I loved Belle too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. We love Belle. <laughs> Oh my bestie. You should share your theory. Chrisanna had a theory that her name was Belle because of Tinkerbell. 
Oh, oh yes, I did. One because Peter Pan is such a thing, and I, I thought maybe Belle, Tinkerbell, but. And then I gave you the thought that I chose. I chose Belle because I first thought of Bellhop. That's why I chose it. <laughs> but sure. then the next reason I thought of once I named LL was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's cool because it's kind of like not quite L, you know, like, but it's mm-hmm. Belle, and so like. Oh. She listens to Belle sometimes more than she listens to Elle, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Wait, what? She was really a devil. No, she, that's what my mom that. thought. Did I send you that? No. My mom, <laughs> that's what my mom thought. I'll, I'll show you later. My mom also, when she's, <laughs> when she's. <laughs> it's time for everyone to share what their mom's theories are. <laughs> when she saw it, um. Like at the what the dress rehearsal, yeah, and she like didn't see the whole thing because she like came in late, and she was like, "Why doesn't Brendan know his lines?" And then she goes, "Also, it's Juliana the Devil." I was like, "What?" She was like, "Cause that's what she was last year," and I was like, "Oh no." Once you play the devil once, although on Solomon Night, if you play Jesus once, then you're always Jesus. I will say that this was one of the first times that we had the Trinity characters be in black. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, oh, yeah. typically it's like white. the yeah, person sure. in the white shirt and the jeans or the khakis is Jesus. Yeah. Right, and the yeah. person wearing black is the devil. <laughs> yeah. Which exactly. was cool though. The, yeah. the, the <laughs> I hope that didn't throw any of you watchers off. <laughs> it was just black was I trendy. And <laughs> I thought it looked cool. Trendy. So, yeah, that's why. No reasoning behind that. Um, any, none of you answered. I know, oh, sorry, I didn't answer. I mean, I'll hop on to <laughs> Bill, actually, because <laughs> I was, I just feel like, it was so funny, the, the one, like, comedic relief <laughs> moment where, I think, it, is that after control? No, after the, like, like, the terrifying transition where all <laughs> like of us, like, pop up and, yeah. and surround Sarah. <laughs> Well, that was exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Made me laugh every time, but also just the—I think that was the first time that you've wrote a character like that. Yeah. Where I was like, well, obviously not everyone knew that it was her consciousness, Mm -hmm. Um, so it's cool that that aspect was in it as well. But just like provided comedic relief, also was like kind of like a guiding character Mm -hmm. um, for Anya. Um, and then also shifted into, like, that scene where she was, like, her therapist mm-hmm. or counselor. Like, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of different aspects to it. And I think that was, like, a different creative yeah. path that you yeah. haven't taken before. At least not in that way, mm-hmm. you know? And it was, I like thought that theatrical. was really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. This was the most, in my opinion, the most theatrical. <laughs> very play. It was very much a play. Play's play. Very Broadway. <laughs> oh, Yes. But we never closed the red curtain. There was oh. a red curtain. We well, clearly over. someone hasn't let that go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm wondering, like, why aren't we using the curtain? <laughs> There's a curtain here. Um, okay. Any other things that are burning from behind the scenes that you think people should know mm. <laughs> before we sign off? Mm. Favorite tidbits? I'm just trying to think if there are any, like, other funny, like, behind the scenes moments. Yeah. Easter eggs. When I completely forgot to go on stage. Oh, yeah. My friend noticed. She goes, why did you have a different costume for the one scene? And I was like, guys, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. It's hard. It's Just hard. 
Um, <laughs> uh, did anyone notice the red ribbon? Oh, yeah, that was Eli's, that was Eli's suggestion. Eli's suggestion. Yeah. It's always there somewhere. The stage makeup. This <laughs> is the first time yeah. that Salt and Light wore stage makeup, so this was the best detail yet. I will say, because I appreciated it, so we have these things called clear comms, so it like allows us to basically talk like front of house and backstage, and Charlie George was on the clear comm <laughs> doing like, stage, some stage crew stuff with our, our stage managers. And at one point on Sunday morning, <laughs> he just got on the clear call and he says, gosh, there's so many chairs back here. <laughs> and it just felt like the correct, like, summary of the whole weekend. <laughs> like, you guys don't see backstage, but, yeah, we had to have, like, all of so those chairs backstage. I had to figure out which ones. And, like, he just kept trying to figure out where he could go that he wouldn't be running into a chair. <laughs> there's so Impossible. many. <laughs> Hysterical. Ugh. Okay, last question of the night. Um, do you like writing for Zateo or Impact more? Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I do like writing for Zateo more. Yeah, um, yeah. it's Jolly sings joy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I love writing like the little. They're not even little skits anymore because I, <laughs> I try to make yeah, them longer right. <laughs> because I like writing longer things. Um, I do like writing those and creating those, and I think they fit better for like the summer. So I think it's more appropriate, but. Um, I really like Zateo because you get to tell a full story mm -hmm. um, and you really get to like see all the characters and give mm -hmm. them all mm -hmm. some sort of arc and bring it all together um, and I think that's really sweet and I think I love like the team building that happens you know like during Zateo season and um, so I do I do like writing for Zateo a little more. Well, everyone stay tuned for more things that Salt and Light's gonna do this spring and of course this summer and Zateo 2023 will be here before we know it. Woo! And the theme is... And, I mean, impact first. Try again. <laughs> Try again. And Christy's already written. And Christy's already written. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Main character, Susie Winters. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it's called Winter Winters. Coming <laughs> <laughs> winter 2023. Wow. All right. Well, we love you guys. Bye. See ya. Woo! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>